Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. I'm an executive leadership coach, certified with John Maxwell, and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. It's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. They may be similar to another's, but it's not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way someone else did it and they succeeded at it, but it does not work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no, so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. Hello, friends. I'm Kathy, and I have my good buddy, John, with me. That's me. I'm her good buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us again for a fun podcast today. We're doing something a little different. Usually when we record together, I will tell, brainstorm with John or tell him, hey, let's talk on this topic today. No, so, hey, don't let her <laughs> fool you. She literally puts out the script on what she wants. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of not. <laughs> but, but I'm not doing any of that today. We're not, I don't even tell him the theme of our topic today because I want raw conversation with you. I am literally shooting from the hip because I do not know what we're going to talk about. And he also said, oh, this is so fun. I love it. It's so exciting. It is. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> okay, so before we dig deep in, in this topic here today, I want to give some brain science background. <clears throat> We've talked about things in the past like thought cycle. Yes. What's the thought cycle? Thought cycle is your thoughts create your emotions. Your emotions then transitions to actions. Your actions then create results. So if something isn't the way you want it to be. Like the result you didn't get. Correct. Then we can go back not to actions or emotions, but a lot of times it's your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Something you were thinking got you that result. That was already a lot of pressure to try to recite that. (laughs) Okay, so if we don't like the results of something, we can trace it back to our thoughts. And if we change our thoughts, we'll change our results. Correct. What creates our thoughts? Our thinking. <laughs> no, everybody who's listening knows the answer, I know. Circumstances create our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And those circumstances are neutral. Correct. I get what you're, where you're going. Yes. Okay, so, so there's no good or bad circumstances. We choose to label them good or bad. Yes. Okay, then we're going to get a little uh, other brain science in here. We usually teach this with emotional intelligence. But it's about that beacon that's at the back of our brain. Do you know Do you know what that beacon is actually called? What the actual technical brain science name is for that? You're killing me. I know. I'm totally putting you on this spot. That's okay. I never call it really what its name is. I, I don't know. It's the RAS, or the Reticular Activating System. I've heard you use that. I don't think those words have ever come out of my mouth. But... So, so the RAS is a beacon that's surveying for safety. Mm-hmm. And, and its job is to keep us safe. It also has another job. It also tells our mind why something is important to us. So it keeps things in front of us. 
if we say it's important to us. Okay. Okay. Now this could be positive or negative. Right. Right. So if I say, oh, I hope I don't get in a car accident or I hope I don't hit a deer. I hope I don't hit a deer. What do you usually see on the side of the road? Exactly that. A deer. Yep. (laughs) Right. Because you were telling your brain deer, even though you said don't hit a deer, your brain says, oh, deer are important to you. So it keeps it in front of you. Not saying that your brain caused the deer to be there. That's not what I'm saying. But it's funny how it all does come together as that. Or how about this? This is a better one. When we bought our orange Jeep. What did we start seeing on the road? Oh, on the way home, I think we saw two orange Jeeps. Honey, I thought I was the only orange Jeep owner until we drove home that day. I, yeah, all right. So I, I see where you're going, and this is fascinating. I just went from um, a participant, I mean, to someone who's working with you, to I'm literally engaged in what you're talking about because this is some good stuff. In the movie, The Secret, they talk about, you know, don't look at things like I got to get out of debt because right. what does that bring? More More debt debt. versus I want financial freedom. We reword things into our brains for our thoughts. I get what you're saying. It matters. It It matters matters how we talk. Absolutely matters. Okay, well, I got a new one for you, and I don't think you know anything about this. It's the Zagarnik effect. The Zagarnik effect. I like these effects, but I don't. I I bet I've heard of it. I can't even say it. I bet I've heard of it. Okay, so the Zagarnik effect flags things in your mind as important and it stores it in your subconscious mind. Okay. Okay. So, so where are we going with all this? Where, where is this? Well, if we have things happening in our brain that are going to lead us to our goals and our dreams, why don't we use it more? We have a thought cycle. We have a brain, right? We have a thought cycle that's going on. We have an RAS we have a subconscious and a conscious. And things that are important to us, we will get in life. Because we've already told ourselves we want it. Mm-hmm. Now here, I, I want to back up to that thought cycle a little bit too. When we use our brain to the right capacity in the right manner, we talk to ourselves differently. Okay, so if you know negative thoughts will bring negative results. Well, positive thinking brings positive results. But positive thinking is thinking differently. If I'm positive thinking, the questions I'm going to ask myself are going to sound different than when I'm negative thinking. For example, if I'm positive thinking, my question might be, how can I make this happen? Versus I can't make this happen. Oh, why me? me? Why is this happening to me? I can't go because I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't afford that. (laughs) We can't, we can't go on that trip. We can't afford that. How can we make it happen? And I, re- I was reminded of when... We this were- is decades in learning. Oh, decades. All right, so as, as we're sharing this with your, with your followers, it's not something that we woke up one day and just was like, oh, we, this is how you approach it. No, this is a lot of learning and a lot of life experience. So here, here's what I was thinking of. Years ago, gosh, I think it was like 10, 12 years ago when we were going to go on a cruise... And the cruise was sponsored through our church, so the kids heard about it. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? We're not taking the kids. We're going on a cruise. We're enjoying time away. And the kids got wind of that, too. And what did they do? All three marched. They sat us down in the love seat together, and they marched <laughs> in front of us and said, Listen, 
We know there's a cruise. We know you don't want to take us, but we, we need to go because we're all about a family who likes to travel together and that's where the best education happens. And this is what we can do to make sure we pay for it and help go toward the cause. Right. Uh, their questions that they're asking themselves were so much different than just taking the answer of, oh, we can't go on the cruise. Yeah. I mean, isn't that fun? Yes. They got the results they wanted, right? Yeah, they did. We are literally capable of making our goals and our dreams happen if we use our brain the right way. I believe that without a shadow of a doubt that that is a true statement. So I want to go back to the cigarnik effect. I'm just learning about just learning about it. But it's fascinating to me. Have you ever known that you would get something in life? Like you just knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was going to happen. Um, I'm sure uh, if I had some time to think about it, yes. You know, there's just things that you, it's important to you. I literally said this today that when your why is strong enough, the how doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter how it's going to happen. Right. Because if that's all you think about, it's going to come to fruition. Well, I've had time to think about this, so I do have some examples. One goes back 10 years ago when you were diagnosed with cancer. There is no doubt you're going to beat it. And I didn't realize how much I knew you were going to beat it until one of my friends asked me. And it was, it was like after radiation and chemo were done. And she said, what would you have done if he didn't make it? And I was shocked by the question because I had never asked myself that in the last eight months. I had never thought of that. It wasn't an option. It wasn't going to happen that way. Right. It was not going to go in that direction. I knew, okay, it's just a hiccup in the road. This is what we will do, or this is what we will accomplish and conquer. Right. So there, that's just an example of, I just knew it. And I didn't realize I knew it until someone else confronted me or, or uh, brought it to my attention in a different way. Right. Okay. So there's another one because it just happened to me recently. Last podcast episode, we talked about failure. Uh, we talked about our week in Orlando Yeah. and the great presentation that I was, or not the great presentation, but the opportunity, the great opportunity that I was able to present, which was a great presentation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. W earlier this year, in the beginning of January, I was driving to the fitness center when I first heard about the opportunity to audition for that speaking event. And my first thought was, oh, I hate it when they do these. I hate go. And I remember, I remember driving, kind of slapping my face, going, what are you doing? That was negative all the way. I'm going to get on stage. <laughs> I'm going to get there. And at that moment, I knew. I knew. So then when everybody was, was messaging me, hey, you're in the top 12. Can you send us videos? I knew. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to, of course. And when they came back and said, you're on stage. You're one of the top four. It didn't surprise me. Right. That's the Sigarnik effect because my brain, my subconscious brain flagged things as important and helped me find the opportunity. My original thought was, oh, I hate competitions. I hate when they do Oh, they're not going to pick me. That was my original thought. But way back in my subconscious, it was re reminding me, hold on, you want to speak in front of 10,000 people someday. 
you go after every single opportunity. And you know what? It might be like when you were in the Queen pageant years ago and you got first runner-up two years in a row. In other words, I was the first loser two years in a row. Well, that was negative. Yeah, that was negative, right? It might be like that again. I might not win, but what if I do? Okay, so part of me, and and everything you said is true, and I get you, I feel that, but just, I might not, I might not, that drives me crazy. (laughs) I know. That absolutely drives me crazy because we're not even entertaining that. Right. I, I have some pretty audacious goals that are lined up. And I can, the only question that I have is when is it going to happen? Right. It's not if. So, so listen, let's take this a little further. Okay. Let's, let's go a little deeper. We hear things all the time about visualization, about mantras, about what are those, what are the affirmation statements? Mm-hmm. Okay, you've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. Many authors, many speakers, many, everything talks about it and the value of it. And I've heard people say that's brainwash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've, I've definitely entertained both avenues and I've definitely been in both avenues in my life. Okay, mm-hmm. when you use visualization, it means you can see your goal being accomplished. However, We shouldn't just visualize the end result. When you visualize yourself obtaining a certain goal, if you don't visualize the little steps between now and the end result, you're going to take longer to get there. But when you stop and start visualizing the script that I had to write, the video I had to prepare for approval, the rewriting I had to do, the, the tearing apart of my script by, a, by the speaker coach, the video after video after practice after practice after staying up late after not doing other things. I, I, I love to cook on weekends. Nope, for two weekends in a row, I wasn't. That is what I was visual. When I was in that vehicle on the way to the gym and I was saying yes to myself, I knew the hard work that it had to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in queen pageants, I just visualized myself with the crown and the sash that says queen. I never visualized the interview with the, with the judges or the talent or remembering my music on stage. Or I never visualized any of that. So you didn't just remember the end result. You were, you were mindful of the journey that it was going to take you there. Yep. Okay, so yep. this and is... And by the way, UCLA does a lot of research on this visualization. So I don't believe that anything happens just as a coincidence. I literally, last night in bed, read in my book, Made to Stick, on the chapter of stories, this exact thing. Shut up. This exact <laughs> thing. That's fun. About how... Um, Things can come to fruition when you realize the journey that you have taken. And it also serves to be able to get over like failures. When you don't play that game that, well, we can pretend it didn't happen or what was the learning. You know what? Go back through and process that entire journey. Yes. And you will be so much more healthier on the other side of it. I just read this. It's no different than being a pilot. And you and I both used to fly airplanes. I remember my instructor, we'd be up on a beautiful day, no wind, no clouds, and he'd pull the engine and say, you just lost engine, land the plane. We'd be in the middle of fields and I'd have to be landing airplanes. Why did they do that? Just in case. Because it was teaching me 
I better be ready for the emergency. And it was also teaching me how to think about emergencies. You know the day that I did my bouncy ball landings? <laughs> yeah, that's when you land and your wheels don't, don't smoothly roll on the runway. They bounce and they get bigger bounces as they bounce again. And all I knew to do is give myself power and get back in the air because I was more stable in the air. I never visualized that before. And nobody told me this is an emergency procedure that I should be ready for. But, but we, I was now. I was going through that so that I'm ready when it happens. Mm. And for, for the listeners, when she says pull the engine, she means pull the throttle. I mean, you don't cut the engine. Yeah, you don't <laughs> literally pull the engine out of the plane. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just clarifying. Thank you. That's a good clarification. Okay, this is where it gets even more fun. So in UCLA's research, what they've done, I love when the brain proves or, or when we can figure out what the brain is doing here. We stimulate the same brain region when we visualize ourselves doing something as when we actually take action and do it. The brain is stimulated in the exact same way whether we visualize it or whether we're doing it. Can I expound on that? Yes. So our senses are tied together, okay? So when we are showing someone something and I say, hey, look at my new phone and I hand it out to you or I show it to you, what do you normally do? I take it. I want to see it. Let me see that. But I want to hold it. But you want to touch it. Yes. This is why it's so important to write down your goals because your brain's connecting when you're writing with your vision wow wow this stuff is deep guys yeah yeah that's why they say you are 47 percent more likely to achieve a goal you write down because your senses interlock wow so it's not just one sense like me thinking which i guess isn't a sense it's multiple senses connecting together that's That's awesome. Okay, you ready? We're going to go one step deeper. I don't know if I can keep going deeper. I don't. I don't. Ready for this one? Prayer is our brain manifesting what we want. Okay. When I pray to God, I have full belief that he is able. Full belief means I'm confident. I am positive. I trust his abilities. You know, I think back to the day when we were... 20 years old with a child, no money. My gosh, you brought in $800 a month from your first job. We were so scraping by and then the, then the van breaks down. And then the Jordan's sick and we have more expenses. And I remember crying night after night, but I knew that somebody could take care of me and his name is God. Hmm. Biologically, this belief and trust is clicking in my brain and my brain is storing it in my subconscious. That's the zirconic, zirconic effect. That is helping me find whatever I'm asking for. That's keeping it in the subconscious. It's helping me look for my answers. We need money. We need another stream of income. We need to cut, cut expenses. But do you see where here, things that we've been taught spiritually, things that I know work, is clicking in our brain differently. God has taught me how to be a positive person. So what you're saying, I don't, I... I'm going in a very edgy area, aren't I? Well, no, this is fascinating (laughs) because you're talking about the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious, below consciousness. Right. That's the hypnotic state. It is the subconscious that is your habit mind. It only takes in what you have programmed it. Wow. 
and your program happens, 95% of your programs existed, catch this guys, before the age of seven. What? Say that again. What? The programs that we carry around with us. Like our habits? Yes. We're programmed before the age of seven. Now, this is research done from the book Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. Um, he believes in epigenetics and the environment determines kind of our lives. He says that we have programs that were taped and continuously played. That's why we have the paradigms we have. Now, you can reprogram that through, once again, hypnosis or your below consciousness, your subconsciousness. Hmm. And guess what? Now, I know I'm I'm, going to stop here because this I know I need to like stop the podcast and rewind and listen to this again. (laughs) This could be another podcast, but everyone goes into that hypnotic state at least twice a day. When I'm reading emails. No, no, no. no. (laughs) It's called your theta state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Theta. Theta is right now, you and I are in beta consciousness where we're just going through processes, right? When you sit down and you take that deep breath and you just relax, you now go into alpha. Theta is the next one and you always know you're in theta when you first wake up or when you start to fall asleep and you twitch. Your body jumps. Yeah, you jump. That's theta. But that's, seriously, that in the morning is when I do my best thinking. That's theta. You just this morning thought of something you better remember to take with you to, to the class. Out of the blue. Out of the blue, totally didn't even think until Theta hit you. Yeah. Isn't this fun? This is fun. Okay. Okay, so back to this whole power of our mind thing. Power of our mind. Our mind is is designed to help us achieve our dreams. God created our mind, our brain, to achieve our dreams. Our job, though, is to believe that it's possible and keep doing those small steps to walk toward what we want. Mm-hmm. How many times do you have a, or you hear people who have a dream, but, oh, I can't do that. Mm. Oh, get rid of that toxic Right? Thought. So get rid of your negative thinking. Switch your thought cycle around. You, the belief, you know, it's, by the way, it's not only belief, but it's the action. So if I have the positive thought, I'm going to take those little steps. It, it, it's not going to just happen out of the blue. We have to work toward it. Kind of like getting out of debt. I do have, I, there's something else that I know. We are going to be out of debt and it's going to be a few lump sums that's just going to be there. I don't know what that means. And it's been 20 years already. Well, 28 maybe. We've created debt. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's going to happen. So sometimes I think we quit on our dream because we want it now. And if it's not happening now, I'm done. On to the next. we got to understand the power of our subconscious, right? More than this podcast will allow us to talk about. Mm-hmm. What you just said is so true. Okay, so yeah, as we wrap up here, God gave you your dreams for a reason. He's not given those dreams to anybody else. The world needs you. The world needs us to, to walk through and fulfill those dreams. Our dreams also teach us how to believe in something greater. So lean into this. Lean into the subconscious. Lean into the thought cycle. Lean into the Zagarnik effect and the RAS. Lean into this and, and switch your habits so that you're, you're positively moving forward. 
So the last thing that I'll say is, um, so you're talking about like God wants us to succeed and there's a scripture right behind us as we stand here in Proverbs 23, 7. Uh, 23, 7. So as a man thinketh, he is. Out of all the major religions, the only thing that every religion can agree on is the power of our mindset. That's so true. Whether you're Buddha. Hindu, whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish, it, it doesn't matter. They all agree that we are capable of manifesting our dreams through the power of our mind. Now, whether that's the universal God from New Age or the G-O-D that we believe in, whatever that is. When we have a thought and we believe in it and we lean in on it, it will come true. It will come true. So... What is your next goal or dream that you, can't you know? do that to me on here. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, as I speak to all of our listeners, what's your next dream or goal that you know you're going to achieve? Mm. Dream big, my friends. Your brain is listening. Ooh. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.